It's time for the Team Bear Sports Podcast. of us are back tim jackson kevin on the team bear sports podcast the gang's all here and you know what i feel like last episode where me and jackson left off i feel like everything like changed from when literally that us. night yeah that night so we had new additions as soon as we signed off the podcast we had two new additions uh nick morrow and then um the defensive end, I can't, can't no, remember. No, it's we got Nick Morrow, linebacker, and then uh, Lucas Patrick, the uh, center. Yes, that's right, Lucas Patrick from the Packers. But in between this last episode and now, some things have happened. Larry, our star-studded defensive tackle that we signed, uh, failed the physical, so he did not sign that contract with our beloved Chicago Bears. So he's not with us. We were able to sign two other defensive uh, linemen, one former Colt, one former uh, Los Angeles Charger. But uh, after hearing all the stats that you pulled out from Larry uh, with the Bengals last year, it's kind of kind of sucks to to see that. So what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, it sucks because you know it was potentially supposed to be the. You know, the three technique and the new 4-3 defense and the guy that, you know, all of us have wanted a some type of lineman, whether it be offense or defense, is in his prime. Um, but I guess it's better not to sign the guy if he's not healthy and then sign the guy and you find out he can't play for the first, like, four or five weeks. Did he get – has he got picked up since then? No, he has not. Well, Tim, what was your initial reaction? If Imagine if none of this news came out. What was your initial reaction when we signed Larry? Well, I think the big question mark this on the defense, eh, I guess I can't say big question mark because we have a lot of question marks on the defense, right? But was the linebacker, right? Because you're talking about where the hell Roquan Smith, that people are saying he's maybe he's not a middle, right? But what's going to help those linebackers is a guy who can stuff the run, can stuff the A gap, B gap. And that seems like what this guy did. So kind of upset that we didn't get him, um, especially because he was our big, like first flash into free agency and we have the money. So I, I do like though, however, like it did seem like they had a backup plan and they got two guys immediately after, you know, Larry, didn't pass his physical, right? They got would, Justin Jones. I would think the backup plan was Belial Nichols, but that's just me. Yeah. <laughs> now he's a Raider. Yeah, there's that too. I mean, they got Jones and they got Muhammad pretty quickly. So it's just like, okay, they're going to move fast. I saw right? I, I saw a couple of conspiracy theories. And I don't know if you're if you subscribe to these, but that possibly after the signing of Larry occurred that they kind of – we're thinking about the, the money and if it was like, ah, maybe we paid too much that they had the doctors like really take a hard look at him to see if there was something possibly they could get him off the books for. I don't think it was. I think that they, that's a obviously, reach. Yeah. That's I think, I think so as well, but um, yeah, that just stinks that, I mean, it was his Achilles too. And it's not like you can go into a season with a bad Achilles and expect to 
you know, produce produce good numbers. So I will say, especially stinks. when you're a 300 pound man. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of force going on that small is, body uh, part. It's definitely a frustrating setback if you're a first time GM. Yeah, right? I mean, your first free agent signing is not even going to be on the team. Yeah, that's kind of it's it's a rough look, but it's not. I mean, I'm not like thinking how a lot of the Bears fans. I'm guessing it's a lot of not very. I don't want to say smart, but a lot of fans are upset with polls and not making any big splashes. And now that this happens, but I, you know. I, I just don't think like they're just not a good team, right? And I think. Thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. They're they're just not. <laughs> yeah, they're if just the not Bear, good. If, if the Bears went out and signed or <laughs> got Juju Smith Schuster, or they got you know. But Juju the, sucks too. No, I know. No, I'm saying like. Stop throwing glitter on shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one or two top signings isn't gonna. You got a thing. pile of poo. You're not gonna stick a couple flowers near it. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Jackson. Because that's what I just like wanted average, to say. They're yeah. like an average team at let's just, best. Let's just be a, a regular old stinky turd for this season, and then we can start. You don't have a first round polishing draft it. pick. You don't. Hey, have I a saw that. But hey, we're we're actually one of the cool kids at that because. After all these moves today and all that, 25% of the NFL teams don't have a first-round pick this year. That That's is crazy. Nuts. Isn't that nuts? That's, That's <laughs> if we did it before. So it usually it cool. takes like four hours on that Thursday night. It's going to be like what, like an hour and a half? Yeah, because all these teams are going to have it all lined up, and it's going to be like the Jets have two, the uh, Giants have oh, two, I'm sure a couple more have two. The Jaguars have tried to trade. Oh, you actually figured out they couldn't trade with themselves. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Why would the Jaguars also try to get rid of their first-round pick? Like, you get back-to-back years with a first-round draft pick. Like, what are you doing? Like, And there's so many holes on that team. But, yeah, I mean, with the Bears, like, and we've talked about this a million times. Like, even if you made the playoffs flat ne- next year at 9-8, and eight, you're going to get fucked with a harder schedule than the year before. And you're going to get what a draft pick in the mid twenties that doesn't, you know, you just keep kicking the can down the road. Like, I don't think, you know, Kevin and I talked about this last week. Tim was like, okay, if the bears start off like 11 and two, okay, that's different. Right. Yeah. Then go in and, and try to win it all. But like, that's not going to happen. Like, well, our, we aren't looking for free agents this year we're no, looking for we want free agents that are going to be on the team in 25 and 26 which is very hard to get in free agents you know we want guys 24 25 26 27 well, every free agent every free agent pulls a sign has been under 27 there and that's not well, that's what i'm saying yeah. we, we uh, there that also drives a heavy premium i would love to see a wide receiver um for our young quarterback i know we're gonna get one most likely in the second round i don't know about that anymore yeah i would like to see it somebody that we could also he could also develop with that's not just mooney but um and i thought that there was some cheaper options available uh however i get it now you kind of look a little smart staying out of that market because the wide receiver market is bozo nuts right yeah they got it's, Pringle. Yeah, I was just, I was just gonna bring up the two wide receiver acquisitions. They did sign Byron Pringle from the Chiefs, who had a decent stat line. I know he's playing a crazy good offense, so I'm not expecting him to be. Anything. How tall is he? 
I have to look I that up. I don't think he's that big. I'm gonna guess like six foot ish. But they also signed Equinemius St. Brown. Thank you for trying that. <laughs> yes, from the Packers. So they they're getting bodies, which is he's big, right? Something he's like you six, need. Five. I think Saint, yeah, I think St. Brown is. Um, let's see. The only thing is, if you can't start over some of those back end receivers in Green Bay, what? How how good can you be? And if you're he's not putting six, up, he's six one. Byron Pringle is six one. Okay, that's good. That's fine. That's like us. Six. No, I just but you know we need we needed a little bit of height because Mooney needs to be the 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 quick route beater, the Antonio Brown type. Oh, Pringle's twenty eight. So there's that's fine. One. Yeah, that's fine. One. But but, but he also has got less wear and tear because he. It hasn't played as much, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, we, in terms of the wide receiver, yes, we have some, we have people that I've actually heard of, and that's like, we're, so we're going to have some people who have had NFL experience, which is all right. But yeah, I am kind of in your boat, Jackson, when you said that they might not be going for a receiver in the second round, just because I think so many teams need wide receivers earlier than us. Like the Packers are probably going to draft a wide receiver early mm-hmm. since they got rid of Devante. Chiefs are going to be now. Chiefs will be from getting rid of with uh, Tyreek Hill going to the Dolphins. So, I mean, there might be guys there that the Bears just kind of done their homework on that they're not expecting to be taken in the first round. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going to get Bell from Purdue or the guy from Ohio State anymore. There's a guy you know? from Boise State that I've seen people mocking to the, the Bears can't remember his name, but please get a corner then. I mean, there's a lot of holes. I mean, you, you can go probably, any direction. I think it's really best available. And like, what is the most glaring need? Like you still need a linebacker. You still need a corner. You still need some type of safety you need. And like, you hear crazy people being like, we should trade for DK Metcalf. I'm like, what are you going to give up? <laughs> yeah that, well those are the same those fans that wants that kind of trade are the fans that like they see what jacksonville's doing and they're like wow they're really they're really yeah but jacksonville's, jacksonville's still brought in like good. wide receivers who are kind of like bums themselves but you know they're spending money so that's that's what a lot of fans want to see spend every free agency you should be spending money no matter what year it is what your team looks like you should be spending money if they're available but you can't. I would rather. I mean, it's I mean, frustrating, especially. I football. just. Yeah. I think people are hoping that we don't have a repeat of like a 2017 season with Trubisky, where you had nobody to throw to. So I guess I pose this. You know, with the current wide receiver, you know, core we have. Do you think that? he fields needs a better guy to even show us if he's good or not, or if he's good enough, we would know by the end of this year, whether he's got dog shit receivers or not. I think it's a little bold. I mean, like I think he'll show us. He's like, he might not like have these great stats, but I think he'll be, if he makes throws to these guys, if he doesn't fumble the ball. Yeah. Could he pass? I guess this, could he pass the eye test? And I know you're kind of just answering this, Kev. Could he pass the eye test? Even with the receiving core, I think I think I think so. I think the thing that will limit that, like, will really kind of, you know, fog my vision of Fields in that see if he's good or not, would be if 
our O-line sucks too. Cause like if he's getting pressured, then I'm like, I'm going to be like, well, he was getting pressured, you know, but if he has time in the pocket and he has, and he's making the throws, but the receivers can't catch, I'm going to think that he's doing a good job because you know, the, th- the ball's there, but well, hopefully they don't put him in empty set backfields like Nagy did. And you know, he got slaughtered. Yeah. So if, if the O-line holds up and gives him time, but the receivers aren't making the catches, I will be able to, I think, see if he has what it takes to be a good future quarterback. But if he's getting pressured and, you know, making bad throws because he's getting pressured, I'm going to be like, well, we can't really tell because he was running for his life half the time. So I would like to see him run, though. I would like to see him, like, run, get those, like, six, seven yards, get out of bounds, like, use your legs, move the chains, put yourself some positive yardage on, like, second and third down. Right. I think there were times last year he did kind of stay in the pocket a little bit too long. She's like, dude, go get the first down. And like that could probably just be naggy. Like he did the same thing with Trubisky. You know, Mitch would hardly ever run his last couple of years here. I think that's worst case scenario next season. I think record doesn't matter next season. But I think worst case scenario is in December of 2022, if we still don't know if. Fields is good or not. I'd rather I'd rather he be bad and in December than still not know. You know what I mean? Just so what? you can start moving in a different direction if you need to. I, I'm with you. That I'd rather have that than just have a question mark for another three years or whatever. I, I, I still believe in Justin Fields though. Oh, oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. too. I think this we all do. Saying, I say yeah. that's what I'm saying is. Now, knowing the free agents and what we're doing and our team is, that is the only worst-case scenario next season if we don't even know if he's good or not. That would be the worst-case scenario. They win, like, three games or something. That's that's bad. If, well, if, they, have to, if they fire a coach and a GM after this year or something, just like a total implosion, um, yeah. Just got a nuke it, but hopefully that doesn't they, happen. Why would they fire a GM after this season? Uh, if it's that bad, if they go like three, but and, he inherited all this. He doesn't. He's he's he did, but George. He's McCaskey, exempt. He's I, exempt. I, I think George McCaskey might sometimes might pull a quick trigger or something if they feel pressured. I hope not. I think it'd be dumb. You're talking about a guy who didn't fire Nagy. No, I think Nagy's also a car salesman. I don't think that's that's very. I don't think that's astute. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope not. That's dumb. You're, you're usually a smart guy, there, Jack. I hope not. Your meathead showing there, Jack. I don't think uh, that will. I don't. I, I think they're better than a three win three win team. To be honest with you, but that I think that would be the ultimate nightmare if they if they're just awful, awful. But we'll see. I think well, I think they d- can compete for a wild card i, I don't think you're, they're even close to I, a wild card i mean the nf the problem is rogers is back but like the nfc is not that good but the bears aren't that good the either. bears are, they're yeah they might they're gonna be might be a top not might be probably will be a top 10 pick but i i just remember this because we started talking about pass catchers and i wanted some place to kind of put this in the podcast but i don't know if you saw this uh stat line on our shy bears from a day ago, but it's about Cole commit. It says 
Oh, oh don't start. Here, hit it. Hit me. Hit me <laughs> with it. We're talking about. We need talented <laughs> pass catchers. Hit me with your best shot here, Kevin. It says in 935 snaps, Cole Komet has zero touchdowns. In just six snaps, Jesper Horstead has two touchdowns. <laughs> so. Hey, we're going to be running with Ke- uh, Komet and Jesper next year. Are we Do, do we have uh, Graham or no? Yeah, I think he's retired or he was uh, like, no. Do we even know? <laughs> <laughs> he might show up again. Who knows? How many? Uh, how many? 900? 935 snaps. Komet has zero touchdowns and six total snaps. Jesper Horstead has two touchdowns. He needs to step up this season. I know I said that last year. So I know I know Tim said that we're going to, like, you know, give, you know, you got Justin has, like, about another year or so to, like, really Cole kind had, of tell Cole if he stinks or not. Cole had touchdowns in his rookie year, but, like, that was, like, middle of the year and then had nothing. Well, I heard somebody say that tight end is one of our needs in the draft. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. I think that person just thinks you need to have seven tight ends on the team. I can't. My, I can't. my favorite was, my favorite was still, you know, Jesse James has a really good relationship with Justin Fields. Never played Jesse James. <laughs> how, how many? How many games? Like, what's what's the leash on Cole Komet this year? Because Justin Fields, he's got a long leash. He got a year, at least another season before you're like, I. How about the even better stat where Kendall Vildor, when getting thrown to the quarterback rating, oh my I, I was one forty four. One. Yeah, and this whole season, and then you're like, how come we didn't start Thomas Graham once? <laughs> 144? Jeez, they made every quarterback look like a – he's making people look like <laughs> Hall of Famers. Why wouldn't you just go with the guy who actually showed up for one game? If you were Rodgers, that's the only play I'm running. Just throw it at Vildor. That just made the offensive coordinator's job very oh. easy. Just we're only throwing it to the side of the field. That's so what they did. Remember, they were, they were struggling, and then they moved Adams to the other side so that Vildor had to come. Yep. Yeah. Uh I think One, wow, one forty-four. Does <laughs> like, it I, go I, that high? <laughs> That's like I, I a didn't... career day for like quarterback, like a legendary career day. Yeah, that's like uh, six touchdown, three hundred yards, no pick. Yeah, that's just Bildar walks on the field and you get that. That's makes everyone look like Joe Montana. The free agency isn't over, so we could still be making. I mean, we yeah, we got it. Did we got a guy today? Didn't we? Dozier or whatever. Yeah, offensive lineman. Yep, yeah, and then that uh, Ryan Bates from Buffalo, or in you know, when the running for him. Four starts, sweet. We need yeah. a punter. Yeah, now that now that uh, what's his face, Kevin or uh, Pat O'Donnell. Pat O'Donnell's gone. I was never the biggest fan of Pat, o, Pat O'Donnell, but I mean, he was one of the most used guys on our team. <laughs> Yeah, you saw him a lot. Saw the, saw the field quite a bit. But I did see that, like, once he was traded to, or not traded, signed with uh, Green Bay, Devonta Adams was immediately traded. So, you know, that's good. They got... Secret punched. agent O'Donnell. Yeah, I mean, that, at least, like, with the Bears not it's being... It's me or Adams. That's what O'Donnell <laughs> was saying. <laughs> and they chose, they chose him. They chose the punter who can, you know, bench 225, 25 times or whatever it was. That's pretty but impressive. It is crazy to see how, like, even though the Bears free agency is very, 
minimal. How many they, crazy they've moves? Hinted at, they've hinted at that. Like, don't just be hung up on the first couple weeks of free agency. No, no. Oh, back. yeah, absolutely. I mean, we all we all are not never expected that. But, like, just in the division, it's crazy how. Did, did Juju not, actually get signed yet? Chiefs. Yeah. That's right. Chiefs. Chiefs. Well, yeah, I think, like, the Packers lost Adams. And they lost uh, that linebacker who signed with the Vikings. The Vikings. The Lions got Chark. So it's going to be, it'll be, I mean, I'm assuming the division will fall the same way record, like record wise, like Packers, then Vikings, then either us or Detroit, but it's looking different. So free agency is definitely not over, but it's, it's throwing me off with baseball free agency. Yeah. It's been nice that there's been. Nobody cared stuff. about baseball free agency with March Madness and the craziest free agency of NFL going on. So, yeah, that was definitely that was definitely uh, third tier when it comes to to sports news. But other than bait, I think that's it for for Bears news. I mean, we're gonna do our add two more players to our all Bears team later this episode. But I, I think that's it for just Bear news. Yeah, just. You know, be patient, Bear fans, and kind of just embrace it. Like, I just don't want them to be stupid. Like, don't don't sign someone to sign someone. You know. Although, I, I the, do got to say, all the big ticket guys got signed pretty much. So we're yeah, just... or or try to make a stupid trade to get like a DK Metcalf or something. And be like, I don't think we're gonna doing? trade at all. I think no, that, I don't. I, think I, I like polls in the uh, already in the sense that. He knows what we have, and Bears, you... Bears Twitter is either it's you know we're having a Super Bowl parade or we're jumping off a building. Yeah, like the people, the fans that, and I keep bringing up the fans, but the fans that are complaining about the Bears fringe are the same ones that are like that wanted, you know, Nagy out and to like restart and to, you know, kind of just wanted wanted to uh, be a team that has a lot of draft picks. Well, you can't do that. You don't. You can't. You don't have anyone any assets to trade for draft picks yeah. other than Roquan and Fields. But like you, those are the two guys that you need to stay on the team. Yeah, those are probably your only. So you just gotta just gotta be patient. Those are like There's your two things. untouchables. I would say is Roquan and Justin. Just just be patient. That's all. And but, you can uh, jump. You can jump off the ledge with us. You know, every week. Oh, absolutely. After 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 the games. So don't worry about it. Maybe we'll, live, maybe we'll live stream a game next year. I know, I know. We say that like, oh no, like we're gonna stink and all that, but it's. It, I just imagine us being just extremely frustrated and pissed off, even knowing we're gonna play the Rams or whoever, and we're gonna lose by a million, but still being mad about. We'll still find a way to put our eight, eight or nine wins in our projections. Yeah, they're they could pull it off against you know the uh, the Bengals, the Rams. Uh, well, they got Green Bay, and we play Green Bay tough in the first half, so maybe they put it together this time. Jesus Christ. It's that's... not on Sunday night football. Anything can happen. <laughs> Speaking of, like, primetime football, I know this is random. Did you guys see the new Thursday night football? Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. What do you think about that? That's a weird pairing, but I kind of think it. Are they going to have on... good games on Thursdays now? Or I And this is on Amazon, right? Yeah, it's the first year of the Amazon. Amazon Prime or? Yep, Prime, yeah. Okay. Probably Twitch as well and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't really watch a lot of college football. So, like, Kirk Hershey, I'm not, like, can't really give you a. I like Kirk. Love it or He's a good, he's a good play-by-play. Yeah. 
And then who was the first? Al Michaels, you yep. said? Oh, I like Al Michaels, so it'll be fine. But like you said, if, if the matchups suck, like the commentators can be amazing. But if I'm watching... Yeah, if you guys... Six, Sunday nights. It's Tariko and uh, Collinsworth. Monday's Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. On yeah, who's, who's Fox now? Because I feel like Fox doesn't have like a number one person. I heard Olsen is getting tapped. What what did we think about Greg? Did it's you guys okay. like him? I thought he was okay. As a as a color commentator. Yeah, I thought he was hopefully okay. not a keep to leave. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, that He's was rough. that was brutal. Isn't it? Well, my least favorite is Gus Johnson in all sports. I just think that he he doesn't he just says what's going on, but loudly and like in a rising voice like this, and then it just oh, for, doesn't sound for, good for college football on Saturdays. He's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like. It's like, dude, it's the second play of the game. Relax. Like, well, is there any like former athletes who have retired that are gonna go that are going into broadcasting? They always well, wanted color Breeze. Too. Breeze is gonna probably be replace Collinsworth, though, huh? I think they're keeping Collinsworth. Well, I mean, eventually. I mean, yeah, they're they're gonna groom him. Which I I I know people shit on Chris Collinsworth. I actually I kind of like Chris. Like, yes, it's, is he a homer? Yeah, you like time? Aaron Donald, so of course you do. I do like Aaron Donald. He probably secretly likes Aaron Rodgers, too. Oh, don't bite your fucking tongue on that. But he is right on a lot of these calls. And, like, it's just unfortunate. Like, he just says the same thing a lot. But is, is Herb Streak still staying with ESPN, then, for Saturday? Probably. I, I, wonder, I don't know if it, like... I don't know how you could do both. Yeah, unless you're that good that you could do both. Well, how would you? Because he he goes to the games. Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. He does right. game, well, that game day Saturday. Yeah, I I guess you could. That's a busy week, man. I would think that. I've heard him in interviews, like talking about how he kind of wants to be around more with his boys. So I would imagine. Yeah. That's yeah. They're they're. I think they're getting close to college age. Yeah, so who knows? Well, maybe he does this Herb and he Shreek, has the weekend. Herb Streak once in a while, like game day will be at, like, let's say, at like an SEC game that's covered by CBS. And he'll go and do the night game. And he'll, he'll do fly. the night game for ABC. And he'll fly to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's doable. I We'll see. He'd be a cool guy. I, I think Kirk Herb Streak would be a cool guy to have a drink with, like, covering all that. I'd have a beer with Kirk Herb Streak. Yeah, I mean, I don't. He won't be anywhere on my list. He just kind of seems kind of boring to me. I bet she's got a lot of good stories with like Lee Corso and like Chris Fowler just doing stuff. Like maybe I'd rather have totally I'd rather have a beer with Lee Corso just because he's oh hundred percent. Lee Corso would be ridiculous. I bet you that old man can just pound some beers and tell stories about coaching and doing weird shit. Tim, you brought up Aaron Donald. Did you guys see the Urban Meyer story? I didn't really believe it. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I laughed. I was like, there's no way this guy's this ignorant. Do you think that's just they're just like piling on Urban Meyer and just kind of like took things out of context? To For any listeners that don't know, there was a story that said uh, Urban Meyer didn't know who Aaron Donald was when they were preparing for the Rams game. And it's not like Aaron Donald is like a newer player. He's been in the league since like, what, 2014, 2015? Like a three-time defensive MVP. Yeah, I don't think there's any way. I think you're just being an old man. Like, oh, who's that 99? <laughs> yeah, well, 
Who's the Jags coach now? Oh God. Uh, it's not. It's not Leftwich because they were going to, and then they got someone different. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel sorry for that person. Just talk about <laughs> walking into a dumpster fire, Jacksonville. <laughs> That's sad. I, I like Jacksonville too. Like just. I used to like Jacksonville in the '90s, man. Yeah, Brunell and Smith, Cardell. Cardell, Fred Taylor. No, nah, no thanks. They were they were great. <laughs> teal jerseys, teal jerseys as like a ten year old kid. I had a Mark Brunell jersey. That's pretty road, badass. It was the road jersey. I got it at Value City. Like all Ooh. great nineties jerseys were sold at. I got a couple. I got. I had a uh, Keyshawn Johnson. I had a Brad Johnson jersey. one. From Value City, I also got a Priest Holmes Value City jersey. Okay, I had <laughs> I had a Drew Bledsoe one, the 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 light blue jerseys, not not like that, not when they went like the navy, a Jerry Rice and a Peyton Manning. Nice. Yeah, Value City. That you walk in, their jerseys were right there, man. Yep, every single one is the exact same. Tim, did you have a Value City jersey? I don't think so. <laughs> I think I also had my first Bears jersey. J- Jackson, Eric were you a jersey Kramer. kid in school? Like, did you wear a jersey every single day? Not every single day. Were like you four thought... out of five days of the week where you rocking a jersey? No, 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 no. You know, I, like, there were those kids that wear jerseys every single day. Oh, like, yeah. Like, like, I had the only basketball jersey I had was a Michael Jordan jersey. I remember wearing that to like basketball practice all the time. Um. I remember, like, Those I was that don't my, know, ba- Jackson is terrible at basketball. I would, I would beat you. It would be a very bad game, but I would beat you. I would find a way to beat you. I don't know. I, I would beat you. I, I was friends with this kid in uh, middle school who, like, he was the Jersey kid, and he He's had Jersey guy. He was the Jersey kid, and he was. I mean, oh, I'm sure you could have guessed. He was a little. He was a little bigger. You know, Jersey's kind of, kind of hide some stuff. But he, like, I'm telling you, dude, this guy's closet was just, like, he opened it up, just jerseys everywhere. Like, he didn't and he didn't even just have, like, player jersey, like, just, you know, a basketball player jersey, football player jersey. He had yeah, everybody. He had, like, all sports, mostly football, but he had the, like, he had, like, the Allen Iverson football jerseys that just had the logo on it. Oh, oh, like the was no. it Ubu or uh, uh, I I can't remember, but like it was just like yeah. a big eye and they were yeah. different colors and stuff like that. Like he had multiple of those. So it was like, and I thought I was like I thought he was like so cool because he had all these jerseys. But like now thinking back, I'm just like, yeah, like every, every school had one of those kids, and they were just we had a like, couple of them. There's something's like off about him a little bit. We got a we got a couple of them. Um, I mean, I feel like the Jersey guy is also the guy who still tries to be like the rapper from the hometown. But um, I would wear my jerseys on, like, Friday because that's when we usually played, like, a fun game at, in, like, gym class. So I wanted to wear my jersey. <laughs> <laughs> that's lo- No, that's good logic. I like that. It's like, oh, man, we're playing scooter basketball. I got to wear my Jerry Rice I got, I got to show our football jersey today. <laughs> oh, we're playing silent ball today? Where I'm going to rock the Drew Bledsoe. Yeah, I, I'm going to rock the Eric Kramer Number twelve Bears jersey. Oh, Jersey kid. Oh, and, and obviously Jersey kids are not any good at sports at all. At least my Jersey no. kid was was not. No, Tim you can't be you, athletic and be a Jersey. Tim, kid. was there a uh, Jersey kid at Waterbury? 
I feel like there was. I mean, jerseys, I don't remember a kid only wearing jerseys, but there was jerseys a lot. Do kids, you guys are teachers, or uh, Tim, you're, you recently were a teacher a few years ago, but do kids still wear jerseys? No. Oh, yeah. Not, oh, not, yeah. Kids whoa, were, I got to hear that, this. I, I, I mean, when you, when you work at poor schools, no. Oh, I do not work. I work at a middle, a middle of the road. Also, uh, I worked at two economic. schools with uniforms. So, oh well, that's right, you did. Yeah. How badass would it be to say like, "Fuck authority" and rock a Larry <laughs> Fitzgerald <laughs> cardinal jersey, <laughs> tuck it into your plaid shorts or your skirt. Get like the black one. No, the, the kids at jersey. Kids that one was sharp. I like that one. The, the kids at my are. school, they, they, there's. Obviously, some Jersey kids, but there there's still a, a decent amount of kids who rock jerseys occasionally, and it, it's nearly all it's either basketball or football, mostly basketball. Like Steph Curry, you know, whoever's good. Harden was popular for a while, but never any baseball. Soccer actually has come around. Do you see baseball when it, like the Cubs were good or the White Sox are good? The Cubs were when the Cubs were in the World Series, yes, but yeah, before they were in the World Series, and then the Sox. I guess now being the good team, not really. There's like shirts and stuff, shirts or something like that, but jerseys, it's just strictly basketball or. Yeah, well, baseball jerseys are so nice. You don't want to like wear them to school, you know? Like, I don't know. I don't want to wear my pinstripe jersey to school and get some shit on it. I, mean, I think time, baseball, baseball jerseys are the best looking, I think, to like wear yeah. out. But. I like, mean, half the time when I wear a baseball jersey, like, I'm afraid, like, where am I going to wear it so it doesn't get, like, food on me, especially if it's, like, the white Cubs jersey. But this is – I don't think I, – I was not planning on talking about what jerseys I wore in 1998 at Value City, so I appreciate that. And well, that's the remember, fun thing about this. I remember my mom used to buy me, like, the jerseys, and they'd be so big. So, I like – my Brad Johnson jersey would be – Swimming big. in them. Swimming. <laughs> Because oh, yeah. you were you were lame. You were a lame-o if you had a tight-fitting, like, actually looked like it fits you jersey. And then you couldn't wear it 10 years from now. Yeah. What's the point of even getting the jersey? I still have one jersey, though, from that era. I, I still have – it doesn't fit me anymore, but I have – Is it in your closet, right? Like, you brought it with it you? It is. It is because it's been in like a bin. It's like, why do you have it if you can't wear it? I have like a jersey. I have a jersey bin. Like, I have a jersey bin that I'll rotate out, you know? It's like, okay, if baseball season, I wrote him out. This guy is the jersey kid. He's just not. He is the jersey kid. I am the jersey kid. He just didn't want to admit it. All right, who Um, who was your. It was me the entire time. But it's a Brian Urlacher orange jersey with like. Oh, that's less weird to be in a Bears Let, jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Lettering. But when I got it, man, that thing was huge. I was I mean, waiting for you to say, like, a Cordell Stewart Pittsburgh Steelers jersey or something like that. No, no. That would be pretty awesome, though. That would be pretty cool. Get Flash's jersey. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. But, I, yeah, I was the jersey kid. It was me the entire time. You kind of have a jersey kid personality, I'd say. Thanks. Yeah, it's not no, it's not a not a diss or anything. Just yeah. you just kind of see it. I've got a lot of hats. I've become like more of a hat guy, but all right. Well, baseball's back, which is nice. 
Yeah, you know, segue from rocking the rocking jerseys to to baseball. I mean, I know that's what's only been a few games of the spring training. No major signings for either of the big. I was at the Cubs Dodgers game. Yeah, Uh, how how was that? So, Tim, go ahead. We we tied. It was cool. (laughs) Like the 2002 All Star. The crazy thing is when you know the last Dodger struck out and it's two two, and you knew it was going to happen, but you're just like. You know, the announcer has to go, the game has ended. <laughs> but they're like, like audible, this is like, weird. <laughs> Some people I feel like did not know. It was it was not good. Please gonna leave. Get out. <laughs> yeah. They don't do extra innings anymore, right? No, not in spring training. I don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah so why even yeah. keep score at that point? Just like hit, go out there, pitch some, hit some. I was watching yeah. some spring training games today. Oh, there you go. Yeah. What were you going to say, Jack? Um, the Cubs have spent the fifth most money in free agency this year. However, they still have like the 15th or 16th most money available. So it's like a very weird stat. I read that today. Yeah. I forgot you guys signed the Suzuki. Say ya, Suzuki. I mean, I mean, I'm just being a white. He's got a nice swing. He's got a nice swing. I think he is your Fukudome signing like hype. Don't say that. I, I might, you know, be good for a, sell a lot of jerseys, but I don't know. He's just. I like it. Oh, I mean, I thought I would be thrilled to have him as well, but I don't know. Just something, he, just like a sense that I have. And like I said, it's a cynical White Sox fan. He's young, just, which helps. Just because we haven't signed anyone of note. Give me, give me a, uh, a Suzuki and then Brendan Davis outfield at some point in the season. I'll be happy. Yeah. That's that's what I'm looking more forward to is Brendan Davis. That's that guy's big, man. He is he's a tank. Yeah. But like I was I was talking to my dad a couple days ago. I'm like, I think the Cubs are the third best team in the division by default. Because Cincinnati just decided to get rid of everybody. And, and the Pirates might might only win thirty games. Yeah. Like the Pirates are the Pirates. And you know, St. Louis is getting old, and you know, the, I mean, the Brewers are. The Don't team tell me you're beat. talking yourself into pass in a wild card Hell spot no. here. Hell no, 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 no. Well, if Stroh can pitch every game, maybe. Yeah. Stroh and Hendricks. There you go. Yeah, it's 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 not looking as doom and gloom as it was, but it uh, it'll be interesting. I I just it'll I hope. They call up Brennan sooner rather than later. Yeah, I, I, I think if if they can win like seventy eight games, you know, and kind of have like a two thousand fourteen vibe to them, where it's just like, okay, you could see this team getting better next year, right? They can win the, they can go out and possibly contend for a division in twenty three. Like, you you got to know, like, there's got to be some type of direction, and. Like, to be honest, like, I am pretty pissed with the Rickets because you complain about not spending money or complain about spending money. But now you're trying to go in and trying to get Chelsea. It's if, like if that happens, I will have to. Not, I cannot. I don't think I could be a Chelsea fan anymore. I wouldn't blame you. Not not just because of, like, how bad of, a, of the owners they are and all that. Just because. See, the, I don't I, think they're that bad of owners but they're extremely frustrating no just because it's 
Cub, it's Cubs related. Like I oh, would, yeah. White Sox obviously come before Chelsea in my eyes. So like I would just have to, I would have to choose, select a new team to follow. I know that sounds very. We should do the wheel. Like we should do the wheel again. Uh yeah. Well, I, at least I wa- I watch soccer, so I would know teams. I would. Yeah, and you don't really want to pick a bottom barrel and not be in, yeah. to, to not be in the top six of uh, a Premier League team. Not very fun. Yeah, I used to like Arsenal, but I don't know if I could do that again. But I'm just hoping that it's not. Arsenal would be a good family. pivot. You know, they won't be this bad for that much longer. Yeah, yeah. You could pick a wheel. You're the you're the ideal person for a soccer wheel. I can do a wheel. wheel. I can do a wheel you, for uh, EP, uh, EPL. EPL, yeah. Well, their season's ending, right? Like they're down yeah. like the last two games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man City, baby. Yeah. Aren't they, aren't, aren't, haven't really? they been like the most dominant team in the past like five years? They've been yes, very good. Sir. All right, I'll do the very, wheel. Very, very good. I'll do the wheel next year for okay. uh, English Premier League. There you go. You might, you might get one of the new teams that come up. And might get like uh Bournemouth, or I don't even know who are the who are the other people that are possibly coming up. That would, that would actually, I think that would actually be kind of cool. Them will fly out there. You go to one of their games. You know, England is on my uh, bucket list, but you know that is pretty expensive. But that would be pretty fun. Like, hey guys, I, I'm a fan. How'd you become a fan of us? I spun a wheel for a podcast. <laughs> It talks about the Chicago Bears. We hardly ever talk about soccer, but uh, here you go. I'm now a fan of you guys. Die hard. There you go. You can even join one of the, uh, what do you call them? The, uh, I'm going to buy a jersey. The gangs me. that they have there. The I've got the, what they call them. The Green Street Hooligans, dude. Yeah, they have like a, a name for like little like groups that called, go around and beating the shit out of other I fans. They're just called hooligans. Like soccer no, oh, hooligans. they're called firms. Firms. Yeah. You ever you never heard of firms? No, I whenever I so hear firms, basically, I just so, think of like law firms. So basically like if like each NFL team had like a firm, which is like a group of like super crazy fans that go to every game and then pick fights with opposing people's opposing teams firms that would go to their game. I mean it's a lot easier in like England when like the furthest trip you have to take is like a six hour drive playing in, you know, only English teams. Obviously, it would be a lot harder to do it in the U.S. because team yeah. distance is so much further. But yeah, you just go to each every single game and then just fight the other people's fans and That's go awesome. to a bar and drink. <laughs> yeah, so we could start a Bears forum and just start walloping on. Let's go. Let's beat fans. up on the Lions first. Sure. Go to Detroit. No thanks. <laughs> well, well, well. We. Uh, I mean, it's closer. We can go the to closest a Go to a different part of Michigan, like Upper Michigan. Just go to Green Bay and just start challenging old guys to races. There you go. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling, Kev, about uh the White Sox? Yeah, I feel like if I'm a White Sox fan, I'm pissed. Uh, Why would you be there? They're looking. They're looking like a good. They need an outfielder, man. I I don't I don't think we need an outfielder. I I mean, a lot of White Sox fans think we need an outfielder. We got the second. We got a second baseman. I'm totally fine with Josh Harrison. Yeah, so I, I think, think he's that's a good pick. that's he's great. A good yeah. Um, 
in terms of outfield, I think they're going to go with an in-house option, whether it be Sheets or Vaughn or Garcia. Well, so or the projected the... lineup had Google Vaughn. Sheets. Google Sheets. They had Vaughn in right field. I forgot who the DH was, but like, so you're not for going for Michael Conforto? I don't think so. I, he's not vaccinated, I believe, and I I think that played a factor possibly into the White Sox maybe not getting him. Um, and I don't, I just don't know if like a, a culture clash would occur with bringing in someone new. Cause like, he, did that, he did that chicken shit, uh, leaning into the ball shit last year. So fuck. yeah. Oh, that's right. But, um, also they have other guys like that are possibly major league ready young guys like Yoki Cespedes. He's an outfielder that can come up. He's already hit two home runs and he had two home runs in his first two Spring training games, not that is an indicator for anything, but he's like 24, MLB ready. He's got speed. Oscar Coles, the guy we got from Cuba, he's someone that they don't want to block by because he's he's an outfielder. They also got two other guys, Micker Adolfo and uh, can't think of the other guy's name off the top of my head, Basabe, I think. So they got guys that I think that are just going to go in house. I think they need a pitcher. Because Dallas Keuchel sucks. He gave up, I think, another six runs yesterday. Kimbo got lit up today, too. Yeah, he, he, I, I don't think – we're going to probably keep him because no one's going to want him. But I think that they need to get another, <laughs> another pitcher. <laughs> I will say this. I was watching the game today. Looking at Nick Madrigal, like, I feel like he's like a kid who – like won an award like a make a wish foundation and gets to play major league baseball he's like so little like he was caitlin's least favorite player on the white Sox because she was like he does not belong out there why do we have a he looks like a child yeah like the bat and then he's running to first base because he hit a grounder to the shortstop i'm like this guy's kind of i thought this guy would be faster no and he's not a very good fielder either but he hits for contact to the second, to the shortstop. He's going to be out. Like, he's running, and I'm like, yeah. It's like, come like, on, man. Move it makes sense. Like, it makes sense that Kate was like, just like seeing like the lineup of like, oh, she would see like Aloy Jimenez come up to the plate, and then Luis Robert come up to the plate, then Tim Anderson, Abreu, and then those are big then, men, though. And then I know, or even just like she would see like Adam Engel or whoever it may be. Vaughn's a big boy, too, right? Yeah, or just any, any major league yeah. player, or she would see the other team better. Then she would see Nick Madrid come to the plate, and she's like, why is he there? Like, what? Who's, what's is this? Bring your kid to work day. Yeah, and then like trying to explain to her, be like, oh well, he's a really great contact hitter. Like, he never strikes out. And then there's, every time there's like White Sox fans who are like devastated that he got traded. I wouldn't be surprised if Josh Harrison had a better season than Nick Madrigal. I mean, I don't think that. I mean, the you guys got a young. Great, great potential. Like he's a second baseman. He's not going to be. He's not going to grow. He's not going to hit forty home runs and bring in a hundred RBIs. But like he's a middle infielder that can get can get on base, can steal a few. You know that's what you need. And he got rid of Kimbrel's contract, plus a, a bullpen arm who should be playing but got hurt in the offseason. Yeah, he's. That's funny. That Kate's. That's his least favorite her least favorite person that's funny oh yeah when i told her that we traded him i was like she was like she's like finally like that that's a very smart idea 
trade the smallest, weakest guy in your team for <laughs> to run. bigger, stronger people. <laughs> I oh. think I think Magic will fit in just fine. I think he'll I, be okay, but it's it's very weird seeing him in the lineup. Because I, I, I mean, he I could don't be I, one of those like beloved like Cubs players if he ends up being like what, good Darwin to like Barney, really good. Darwin yeah, Barney yeah, yeah, two point yeah. yeah. But Barney who had a great glove. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. He'll be he'll be. You guys need someone to get on base. So that, that, that's your guy. But who's gonna bring him in? Yeah, that's the. Yeah. That's that's the issue. All right. I think baseball talks over. I think we got to get these two Bears players into our all-time Bears team. Last week, we did cornerback, and we did right tackle. This week, we're doing the other tackle, left tackle, and we are doing outside linebacker. So, where do we want to start? Do we want to start with left tackle, or do you want to— Big boy, big boy, big boy. Big boy, all right. Left tackle. I think this might be another consensus pick. I yeah. think it probably will be. So, Tim, why don't you go ahead, give us who we think will most likely be our consensus, left tackle for the all-time Chicago Bear roster. Easy. Uh, was a uh, was a Hall of Famer, or is a Hall of Famer, played with us in the 80s. Jim Covert, baby. Let's go. Yep, Jimbo. That's who I got, Jimbo. too. So yep. Add him to the list. I mean, Jimbo and Big Cat Williams, one Hall of Famer, Woo! one. Like and he's got just the greatest hair, too. So, Dude, he looks, yeah. Great he hair is. on the left, great nickname on the right. I mean, whew. Man, that left Six side. 6'4", 270, can play in today's NFL. Let's go. Love to have it. Not, not like Stan it. Jones, like you guys. Come on. <laughs> hey, that offensive line on the left-hand side is looking pretty strong. We got two Hall of Famers. We got Stan Jones and we got Jimbo Covert. Like, that's a good offensive line, man. Yes, sir. All right, now we got outside linebacker Jack. Why don't you go ahead and give us your oh. first selection? This is this is a tough one. Um, linebackers are gonna be tough for the Bears, but when I think of outside linebacker, I. I know and we are not sliding. We can't pick a middle linebacker to play outside. We are only selecting their designated position. I got to go with Lance Briggs. He played seven Pro Bowls. You know, I, I think he's – it's going to be very close for him getting in the Hall of Fame. I think he will get in eventually. Um, I definitely think if they would have won that Super Bowl, like, he'd be in. He was – you know, Robin to Brian Urlacher's Batman, um, how he played the run. I know he doesn't have the sack numbers, but that was not his responsibility. And he has the high interceptions, too. So Yeah, and he was good around the ball. You know, he has quite a few defensive touchdowns. Uh, he got into a Lamborghini accident and walked away from his car. Um, <laughs> like a boss. Like a boss. Uh, probably the, one of the smartest decisions the Bears did was to offer the contract to Lance Briggs instead of uh, Bernard Berrien um, in 2006, 2007. But yeah, Lance Briggs is my pick. That's I was going to pick Lance Briggs too. I don't know if Tamir, it's a consensus that pick That was here. my pick. Well, I mean, there you go. Two consensus picks. Kind of, I guess you could kind of say that they were both easy. I mean, the left tackle, definitely. But the reason why I picked Lance Briggs for everything that you said, Jack, um, but also because 
you know, just having a guy on the all-time Bears team that I've watched and can like say I actually saw him play, and you know, I don't want I want to have all like these old guys. I that, have his jersey. Well, that there you go, jersey kid. <laughs> so Lance Briggs, I love hearing him on like anytime he talks about the Bears, when he shits on the Bears, when he praises the Bears, he keeps it real. He's a great footballer. Lance he Briggs, he's, he's the pick. He got big, dude. Oh, football player. Football players either get humongous or they like slim down. Like Jeff Saturday, he's like a twig. Tim, why'd you choose Briggs? I I think it's also the the bias of being a guy that I grew up with. I think he could play in today's NFL, and he just you knew that the side he was covering, there was no one going to be able to run the ball on that side that game. Yeah. That's and that's it. That's what you want from a linebacker guy who's going to stop the run. And and Lance Briggs has a pretty underrated like name. Just like that's a pretty badass name. Briggs. Lance Briggs. Lance Briggs. Yeah, Briggs is name. always like a name of like a tough guy character in like action movies. I feel he's the guy. Yeah, like yeah, definitely in a in like a action movie. Briggs. He's he's kind of a little rogue at times. I I hope he I hope he makes it. I think he will. I I think he'll be an old man, but I think he will get in. Is there like a limit? Is there was there a limit for NFL like how many times you can be on the ballot? Yeah, there is. Um, and then they go to like committees and stuff like the old timer committee or whatever it's yeah. called. The well, I think he will. He'll he'll make it on there just with the way some people get in. He'll he'll get, he'll get on there. So we got three Hall of Famers now. There you go. There you go. Next Starting week we'll have, we'll have we'll have two new positions next week. Have not decided yet, but the roster grows. This is a as a, as we expand, this team is makes me very sad for what team we actually will put out there in the 2022 season. Seeing we're all these bring great up these players, people. we're we're gonna bring out these guys. They they probably would have a better shot of winning some games than what we might actually put out there. Unfortunately, unfortunately, even with the best of our entire franchise, we are going to be lacking at some positions. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we already. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the list right now. I'm like, oh, boy, this is going to be a stretch on this position, isn't it? I'm looking at cornerback, wide receiver, number second two. wide receiver, and I'm like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> quarterback, most glaring. <laughs> well, unless you've got nothing, anything else to add, I think this wraps up. Episode, I believe, 38 of the Team Bear Sports Podcast. Jackson, you got anything? Tim, you got anything to add? No, man. Happy to see baseball back. Got <clears throat> got the fancy uh, baseball draft coming up this weekend. Ready to get it going. Yeah, Jackson, you, you uh, did, decided not to partake in this year's fantasy baseball draft. Oh, thank Jesus. You too busy? What do you got? You, you're, I don't want to wake up. I don't want to wake up. And see that I have 65 text messages about why this person needs to be traded or no. No. I feel you. Well, we I'm sure we will be constantly reminding you throughout the season. So you're still <laughs> going to get those texts anyway. Oh, this, yeah. We'll just have no, no reference yeah. point of what we're talking about. So. I'll figure it out. I'll I'll have my inside guys. I'll I'll text you guys. The bare the bare minimum of like I mean I love fantasy baseball because it's fun. Like it just makes watching those Saturday night games that you could care less about if you have a guy. It just makes it more fun to watch. 
because I'm not going to watch a Dodgers and Pirates game normally. But if I got two guys playing, got two guys playing, I might check it out. Got some guys throwing. Yeah, Yeah, I'm the opposite. I give. I'm not watching it. Fuck that. No. To each their own. All right. Well, that wraps up episode 38 of the T-Bear Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week. We're at two more positions to the all-time Bears team, and possibly Jackson will have a new soccer team to root for based off a wheel. We'll see. (laughs) All right, Team Bear out. Better guess. Thank you, thank you, and go Bears!